This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Today, identity theft and fraud are happening everywhere, partly due to modern technology. A top expert and FBI advisor shares simple strategies to outsmart today's rip-off artists. The first question we ask in identity theft ring, where do you get your information? They say, when I go to someone's Facebook page, if they told me two things, that's 98% of me getting their identity. Then, do you ever feel stressed? We'll hear from a neuropsychologist who reveals ways to turn off stress and find relief. In our current world, we're really obsessed with consciousness and thinking that it's our belief that shape our stress oftentimes is due to things that are outside of your awareness and outside of your control. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. Don't go away. InfoTrack comes your way right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Our next guest is a former con man and best-selling author of Catch Me If You Can, Frank Abagnale, and his latest book is titled Scam Me If You Can, Simple Strategies to Outsmart Today's Rip-Off Artists. Your book has the very latest tricks that today's scammers, hackers, and con artists are using to steal your money and your personal information. So let's talk about some of those. One of them you talk about is charity scams, but haven't those been around for a long time? What's new in that regard? Yeah, ironically, you know, in doing the five years of research for this book, what I came to realize is that all these scams have been around for years and years and years. The only difference today is that as meta technology, there are more ways to get the scams across to people through the internet and emails. You can do it from thousands of miles away. So you have to be a little smarter today and a little wiser today, and you have to take a few minutes before you part with your money to make sure your money's going to the right place. Are the elderly more typically the victims of these scams, or is it across the board? It's across the board, and what was interesting to me in doing the research for this book, I found that millennials actually were scammed more often than seniors, but seniors lost more money because they have more money. So anybody can be scammed, including myself. How about online dating, these dating apps that are out there, and of course some operate on your phone. Are those full of scams as well? They're full of scams. What was amazing to me is this scam where you can basically go download an app and it basically say that here's a picture of me at 20. How would I look when I'm 60? That was a Russian app. And now 80 million Americans have signed up for that app. And now 80 million Americans biometrics, along with their pictures of how they are now and how they'll be in the future, have been downloaded to the Russians. So if you actually would go as I did and look at the contract that most people just scroll through and say, I accept, it tells you that they can use this as irrevocable, they can substitute your picture, they can use your picture for any manner they like. So it's really kind of scary the things that people do without giving it any thought and realizing who they're dealing with. Our guest today is Frank Abagnale, and his book is Scam Me If You Can, and these are strategies to outsmart today's rip-off artists. How about social media, Frank? I would imagine that's a real hunting ground for con men. Absolutely, and I'm not on any social media. But However, 
As you may know, I've spent the last 43 years teaching at the FBI Academy. I've had the opportunity to teach two generations of FBI agents over more than four decades. And basically, when we investigate an identity theft ring, the first question we ask them is, where do you get your information? And their always first response is social media. And they say, when I go to someone's Facebook page, the only two pieces of information I'm really interested in is if they were foolish enough to tell me where they were born and their date of birth. If they told me those two things, that's 98% of me getting their identity. And of course, they tell you a whole lot more than that, mother's names, children's names, wives' names, and all kinds of information that people give away. Hmm. Another one that's kind of a hot property these days is DNA testing. People seem to love doing that. What are they risking when they do that? Well, the question there is, and of course, you know, you have to use your real name because they require your credit card and all that. So the question is, what do you do with it once you've given me the results? Do you actually destroy it or do you store it? And as a marketing tool, do you sell it to someone else? So I would be very concerned about that information being used by a third party or being sold to a third party. So if I was going to undertake one of those, I would absolutely want to know in contract with those folks that once they've gotten the results, my DNA would be destroyed. They have no permission to share it with anyone else. You know, every day there's a new scam. So I picked up the Wall Street Journal this morning and on the front page is talking about a new scam involving student loans where they call you or they email you and they say, look, we can fix your student loan. We can work out a better payment plan for you, but it's $1,250 up front and $40 a month. Most of them do nothing for you, but whatever it is, the ones that do something is the same thing you could do for free. You don't really need them to do it. It's just another scam to get your money and then they disappear. Frank, you were a con man and apparently a very successful one. <laughs> what made you give up that profession and turn legit? Well, you know, I started everything, as it said in the movie, from 16 to 21. I was arrested. I served time in France. I served time in Sweden. And I was extradited back to the United States. And a federal judge sent me to prison for 12 years. I served four of the 12 years. And when I was 26, the federal government offered to take me out of prison on the condition I go to work with an agency of the federal government for the remainder of my sentence or until my parole had been completed. And, of course, I agreed. I never dreamed I'd be doing it for as long as I have done it. I got to be very honest and say I wasn't born again. I didn't see the light. Prison didn't rehabilitate me. I don't know that I was a changed person. But when I came out of prison, I met my wife. I've been married for 43 years. I have three sons. One of my sons is an FBI agent. I think getting married and having children and taking on the responsibility of raising children, that's really what changed my life. And of course, at the FBI, you're surrounded by incredible people with incredible ethics and uh, love of country that you can't help but have that wear off on you. So I've been very, very fortunate that I've been able to do something very positive that started out very negative, pay my debt, and then come back and use that to do something good. We're talking with Frank Abagnale, author of Scam Me If You Can, Simple Strategies to Outsmart Today's Ripoff Artist. Frank, talk about passwords. You have to have a difficult password and don't use a simple one and so on, but are they really doing anything for us? 
No, and I've started writing back in the 90s, and I said that passwords were for tree houses, and I absolutely meant that. <laughs> passwords are a 1964 technology. They were developed when I was 16 years old and hadn't even done any of the things I did. And today at 71 years old, we are still using passwords. When we look at breaches, malware, ransomware, all of that stems from passwords. They're really long past being used. And so what we're starting to see now is we're going to eliminate passwords. And you started to see it all the time now. I know there's an ad on TV where Serena Williams is going through the marketplace and she only has her jogging outfit and her phone's in her hand. And she sees a necklace she wants to buy, so she goes over to an ATM. She presses the app on her phone for her bank. She gets her money, no password. You're seeing more and more of that with banks and airlines and so on. And basically, I think in the next two or three years, we will eliminate passwords, but it's long overdue. We should have done it a long, long time ago. Frank, as we wrap this up, just any general advice you'd have for our listeners to protect themselves? It sounds like it's a tough challenge to protect yourself in the world today. It's tough. You need to educate yourself. You need to be a little smarter than you did 20 years ago. I can tell you that in doing the research for this book, and in this book I looked at every scam there is, from sophisticated scams to amateur scams, and the one thing I found is every scam has to have two red flags or one red flag in order to work. And the red flag is very simple. At some point, I'm going to ask you for money. And I'm going to tell you that I have to have it immediately. So go down to Walmart, get a green dot card, call me back with the number on the back. Give me your bank account number. Give me your credit card number. It has to be right this moment. Or I'm going to ask you for information. What's your social security number? What's your date of birth? What's the three numbers on the back of your credit card? So when you get in those conversations from people or you get emails from people or you're in a romance scam with someone you met on the Internet, the minute they start asking you for that information, you have to remind yourself you never met this person, you didn't solicit this call, you didn't solicit this email, you don't know who is on the other end of that email, and you have to be a little smarter and a little wiser before you part with your money or your information. Frank Abagnale, author of Scam Me If You Can, Simple Strategies to Outsmart Today's Ripoff Artists. Frank, we really want to thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Next, the truth about stress and how to chill out. That story, straight ahead. There's more info track coming up. Stay tuned.